thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Hello, Wild Awake women. My name is Imogen Bailey. I am a birth and an end-of-life doula. I'm also a bit of a doula for all the moments in between. A doula is a support person, a non-medical support person. So I walk beside people in these moments in their lives. I teach women to facilitate women's circle. Women's circle is something that I'm incredibly passionate about. I really believe in women relearning the art of gathering, the magic, the power, the elevation that it brings to us, the way that it ignites our creativity, the way that we can come together and support each other. And we can all get an incredible hit of oxytocin, which is that natural love drug that happens for women. In particular, when they come together, it's scientifically proven that when we tend and befriend, we get a hit of oxytocin. So if you're interested in becoming Women's Circle Facilitator, and I hope that you are, you can find my online course on my website, imogen-bailey.com or my doula website, which is honoringheart.com. And I hope that you really enjoy these heart chronicles. Wild Awake Women is a podcast that is about the stories of women and exploring their journeys, their aha moments, their moments when they make big changes and take risks in their lives, and right down to the core of why they have chosen to follow their hearts. Enjoy. So Wild Awake Women, today I am joined by the magnificent Alex Tripod, who I've known for a couple of years now and I've done some work with myself, which is why I wanted to have her on. She's absolutely amazing. What I really love about this woman is that she has an incredible life mission. She had that huge moment in her life where she completely changed direction and she just went, this is what I'm going to be doing. And I think what I really love about you, Alex, is, is that you're bringing something that is very much like an ancient it's science, but it's also ritual and it's, you know, and it comes from the heart and it's all the above, but you bring it into mainstream, which is absolutely incredible. You are a number one uh, bestseller. You have a book out. You have been talking internationally for a while. You're also a manifestation coach and I can vouch for how magnificent your manifestation coaching is. And, you know, you work with people one-on-one and also people in groups. And I know recently you've just spoken to 500 influential entrepreneurs in a mastermind, which, you know, to me that's as mainstream as it gets really. So um, congratulations on that and welcome aboard. And I look forward to exploring your story. Thanks, Imogen. And I want to ask you, do you want to come on tour with me and you can be my MC and do that intro for me wherever I go? Because that is phenomenal. I've never heard of a better intro ever. <laughs> that was awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess let's kind of start from, you know, your your explanation of what you do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. So in a nutshell, basically, I help people raise their vibration Mm-hmm. Um, and if I've already mind boggled some people, um, you know, everything is vibrating. So everything is energy and that's all there is to it. And it's really about getting on that frequency of the reality that you want to experience, whether that's finding your soulmate, whether it's financial freedom, whether it's, um, whatever it is that you're trying to create. So helping people raise their vibration through energy and mindset work and belief work um, in order to become a frequency match to what they want. That's pretty much in a nutshell um, what I do. Um, yeah, and, and basically just working with, with a lot of energy and, and um, 
I guess, different layers of sort of where we're at consciously. So just to put it, give a really quick example, for example, if someone wants to manifest a lot of money and um, they're, by the way, excuse if you can hear a cat every now and then, um, she's a lovely Pluto crawling around. Um Say someone's wanting to manifest a lot of money and basically they've got some sort of guilt or shame cords. This could have been like something downloaded from their mum and dad at imprint age. And we'll go into that a bit bit later. So my job is then to go in, help them remove that energetic block or cord or belief. And once they've removed that from their frequency, they're now able to make the money and keep the money instead of feel like they're constantly going one step forward, one step backwards, one step forwards, one step backwards. We've all been on that train before, right? Mm. So you work <laughs> with you work with people in their business, but you also work with people just in their everyday life, like whether they're wanting to call in a partner or a new house or, you know, just change something in their life or, or just feel better. I know you also work with people just on, you know, health and wellness. Absolutely, yeah. I work. Yeah, it, it's for me lately. I've been cracking down more on um, business, um, growing people's businesses, money, stuff like that. But it's not limited to. Mm. And absolutely, Imogen. I mean, what's more important than than feeling good? Feeling good is is pretty much um, evidence that your manifestation is coming. You can't feel bad and then expect you to, to expect to manifest what you want. If that makes sense. And when we think about it, really. Everything that we want in life, whether it's a new car, a lover in your bed, more money in your bank account is because we believe in the having of it, we're going to feel better. Mm. So if I can help people reverse engineer that and get you, give you tools to feel good in the now, whether that's being more present, whether that's going, being really grateful for what the universe has already delivered you, whatever it is, if we can start getting you feeling good now, then we've already cracked the code in life. Does that make sense? Because you're yeah. feeling good before that physical symbol comes in. Most people actually hold their breath waiting for the car, the money, the house, the lover before they allow themselves to feel that <sighs> relief, the feelings of mm. whatever they wanting to create does that make sense yeah it does I mean do you think that people today are stuck on the material thing that they want to appear and not as in touch with the feeling side of it yeah, I do. I do think so. And I think as well, it's perpetuated. I mean, look, look at the world we live in. Everything is instant gratification. Everything is a dopamine hit. I mean, you know, um, so it's at the same time, that's why I always say, if we don't take the time to program our minds, it will be programmed through mm. society, through conditioning, through the news, through the shit. I mean, when you look at, when you look at it, it's actually more dominant and more around you to actually feel fear than it is to feel love, to feel mm. scarcity and lack than it is to feel abundance. Does that make sense? So, so yes, yeah, about abs yes to answer your question, and it's about taking the time to actually program our minds because, mm. believe it or not, our minds are getting programmed every single second of the day. Advertisements everywhere, Facebook news feeds, television, everything. Mm. And that's kind of the foundation of what your like your the work that you do right is it comes from it started with this 21 day experience challenge that you put people through which I, I did and I thought was phenomenal and I and, and what 
I'm seeing now is it's thousands of people at a time now are doing it, which is incredible. <laughs> and and then you wrote this book, right? And so t- tell us a little bit about the book. Yeah, the book is just basically uh, it's an eight-step process mm-hmm. of everything that I did in my life to change my life, change my reality. And it's nothing short of a miracle, you know, but most people think that miracles don't happen. And and what I want to try and help people believe is miracles are normal. And mm. it's like, think about the languaging that we have around miracles. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. I cannot believe it. It's a miracle. Or how about we actually change the way we speak about that so we're actually not blocking these things, um, you know, in, into our reality? I kind of forget your question, Imogen, if I'm being completely No, that's okay. It's great because I, and I love talking to you because it always flows off in who knows what the tangent will be and it flows off in a great direction. But I think kind of what you're talking about is people getting in alignment with how they feel and then what they want to call in and then that it just kind of naturally flows, Right. Absolutely, alignment. And I think a lot of people hear this this word alignment. It's become a bit of a buzzword yeah. in the coaching industry. Um, so alignment is really simple. Alignment is you have a desire, mm-hmm. you want something, and you feel good about it, that's yep. alignment. If you feel good about it, then that means you're in alignment. If you have a desire and you feel shit about it, you feel bad about it, you're unaligned, you're misaligned because it's kind of like I really want to find soulmate love. Oh, but that's just not realistic or I've been hurt in the past. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, At the same time, I also want to call bullshit on a lot of this feeling aligned crap Mm -hmm. out of there, out there, because it's like taking aligned action image in a lot of the time is, you know, investing the time, the resources, the energy, the money, the focus, and putting it towards the very next thing that is going to get you to your vision. Mm. And when sometimes it feels uncomfortable, where most people go wrong, they go, oh, it feels uncomfortable, that's unaligned. Well, is it or is that maybe just a role that you're playing out because of your tribal cycle, because you have a conditioning, because you have your beliefs and it doesn't feel right, it feels uncomfortable where we stay trapped in that in that comfort zone. Does that mm. make sense? dare to sort of step out there because it's scary it's the unknown and from and I I know what everyone's probably listening to this has heard this before and I used to hear it so many times you know outside the comfort zone is where the magic happens but until you actually experience it Mm. body it you it's some one thing to intellectually understand a concept but when you actually do it you know, something shifts in your energy, in your frequency, in your mindset, and and that's when things actually start happening. And unfortunately, I think ninety eight percent. Hello, Kitty Cat. Do you want to join the interview? Ninety eight percent of people stay in the comfort zone their entire lives. It's only two mm. percent people that are actually doing the do that are actually interested in this world, in the coaching, and expanding and growth. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, Imogen because people like you and me I don't know about you if you'll resonate with this it's like all I see everywhere is coaches growth women's circles retreats right yeah but 
because our reticular activating system, our brain is literally like a there's like a radar and it's tuned into only seeing those things now. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I'm kind of glad I did the work to train my brain to see that stuff, <laughs> which I learned through you, you know. Um, but, yeah, so so talking about, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, I really want to talk about your story as well. Um, you know, I want to know who Alex was as a child <laughs> for starters. So why don't we start there? Who who was Alex as a child? Alex as a child was um, – very uh I was always sort of had this energy I was always a clown of the family um very happy go lucky I had a really beautiful childhood I think one like I can't complain I think one thing that is still if I'm being completely vulnerable and transparent image Imogen I think I'm still clearing the shit around when I was quite a, a big little girl. So I was mm. obese from about 8 till 12, um, clean, like told from the doctors I needed to lose weight. And just carrying that body shame still and, you know, releasing a lot of it and realising, you know, that I have been carrying around fat little nine-year-old Alex for mm. a really long time. Um, so, so yeah, that was me as a child, amazing childhood. I think that that was the only thing that kind of anchored in. Um, interestingly enough, um, did a kinesiology session just the other week and we realised that my resistance to losing the last four or five kilos Mm-hmm. was because I had anchored that love, uh, that extra fat equaled love. So my dad always used to call me really endearing terms like, oh, fatty, oh, you're so cute. So in my mind, if I lost the weight, yeah, maybe wow. I love. And it's if we don't realise these beliefs that we're storing unconsciously, so that's just one about weight that I have, mm-hmm. There's most people have anchors like this around money. And this is why we're like, doesn't matter how hard I try, doesn't matter how hard I go, um, we we keep clunking our way, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell as a child, always boisterous, always a bit of an attention seeker, always happy-go-lucky. What else do you want to know? <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, to be honest, Imogen, I never really had that like what I'm going to be when I grow up. It was, um, yeah, I never had a vision. And I think that's when things kind of shifted. Mm. Um, it was kind of like stumbled my way into high school, got good grades, decided what society to do, what society, you know, what was told what was a good job, which is an accountant. Mm-hmm. So I got my bachelor's degree in finance and accounting and mum and dad were very happy about that and then realised about three years into being a corporate accountant, I'd rather stick needles in my eyes than do another day in the in the, in, yeah. in the office, right? Um, and I think that's when everything shifted because uh, I'm sure you've heard of my theory around the 7 out of 10 um, equation, which is where um, I'm a true believer that, the pain of your current circumstances must far outweigh the fear of change. Mm. So if you think about someone that's sitting at about a 7 out of 10, 7 out of 10 job, well, it's all right. It pays a bill. It pays a rent. It's not what I'm going to do forever. It's a 7 out of 10. Or 7 out of 10 relationship or a 7 out of 10 health. Usually most people don't do anything about their lives until they hit crisis point. And that's kind of what happened with me. It got to a point where I had my heart broken. 
Um, I realized I was putting all my self-worth on this one person that, that, you know, didn't want to be with me anymore. I was in a job that was just like not aligned with my values at all. And I was drinking myself silly every weekend, just escaping reality, trying to buy pockets of happiness outside Mm. of my working hours. And that's when my world just went rock bottom. So I was no longer afraid of what was on the other side of the equation. I was like, like, F this shit, <laughs> excuse my phrase, okay. I'm, I'm done, I'm, I'm, I'm doing whatever it takes to change this reality because the leverage, the pain was so high. Does that make sense? Mm. And so your parents were like really happy that you were an accountant. Was there any other accountants in the family? No, I think you? that was the first, actually. I was really good with numbers, so it just yep. made sense. Um, yeah, I had a, that, that real logical mind. Yep. Um, I remember being really good at, at art and creative stuff, mm. but also getting told, like, well, what kind of career are you going to do in that? Like, mm. just go for accounting. Um, later on, became a graphic designer, so sort of ended up following what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. But to that, and so how did they, when you kind of had that, crisis point and you decided to make some changes how what how did your parents react that I think they um they've supported me like with whatever I really ever wanted to do I think when I changed to life coaching finally mm-hmm. um two one of two things so one they had seen me as a lost soul for a really long time mm-hmm. like just a really lost soul like a like I said, Imogen, I had this energy. I had this, like, you know, I was, I was, was me at their, their core. But I was, they could see that I was just not really going anywhere. And I think to pile on top of that, you know, from their perspective, oh God, our daughter's gay and this, and like she's not going to get married to the Greek guy or have the Greek kids, and 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 seeing me not really having that purpose as well, um, you know, that was a huge factor. So I think anything that 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 was going to make me happy, you know, we're going to support. Mm. Um, yeah, and the second thing, Imogen, was I didn't actually tell them that I was changing careers until I made like I got my first 10 clients I didn't tell anyone I quit I resigned my job with that one paying client I decided this is like I was going to keep it all to myself because a lot of people that are trying to create change I don't know if anyone will resonate this with this that, that is listening but sometimes we go to do something and then it's like especially family and friends will put their shit and their fears onto us and they'll mm-hmm. project fears and it's like oh what are you doing that's so silly don't give up a good job it's such a good company no and 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 so for me I was like I have to cement this self-belief I have to cement this reality in first before I go telling everyone that this is my reality does that make sense yeah I think it's super intuitive of you and I think you know I can imagine that you would come up across that a lot when you're working with people that they will talk about the influence or responsibilities to other people or worrying about what other people are going to think. So I think it's a great part of your story for us to know, know more about. Yeah. Especially with Imogen, like, and absolutely I've had, I've had a lot of um, women have to hide that they're investing in themselves from their husbands and Mm -hmm. they only tell their husbands after they get the results, you know, and that breaks my heart, you know, but at the same time I'm like, go girl, you know, doing something Mm. for you. 
and 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 again it's so much more than that isn't it because especially women with with children it's like if you're gonna stay in that in that submissive role or saying oh, I, I don't I'm gonna stay in that people please role like I don't want to put me first. I'm not worth having that conversation with my husband or I'm not worth investing in me. What are you unconsciously telling your kids? And, mm. and believe it or not, words don't even have to be spoken sometimes. The energy can be felt in a household. Yeah, definitely. And I th- I'm, I'm glad you said that because I know from myself in women's circle um, and, and also in my doula work that nine, unfortunately, um, and I've definitely suffered from this over time, nine out of the 10 women that I talk to have an issue with confidence or have an issue with self-esteem or backing themselves. Yeah. And I know, you know, even for me, the reason I reached out to work with you was because I had was going through some huge career changes and I had some self-esteem stuff and some confidence stuff and I, I just wasn't backing myself. I'd almost forgotten how to do it. I knew how to do it so well in my 20s and then I'd reached a point in my life where I was like what's going on I don't I don't know why Um, and so I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I know definitely there'll be women who are listening who are saying I want to you know do what you're doing and 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 take on my life mission or follow my heart but how am I going to back myself and think about as well next level mummy guilt like Mm -hmm. oh I'm now wanting purpose for me and having that shame or that guilt around and and it goes back to, you know, why do I not want the very thing I say I want? And it's mm. like what are you making at me that you're putting you first, you know, and it's like what, what I would love women to, and I think we are getting this early, but women, especially with kids, without kids as well, but to to understand by by you putting you first, you're mm. actually doing your kids a huge favour in terms of mindset and what they're downloading from you as a belief system and what you're programming into them um, as a result of that. Mm. And so what do you, what's something that you would do with somebody to break through, you know, I don't want you to give away trade no, secrets here but uh <laughs> but while I've got you I will ask what what would yeah. you what's something that you would do with someone to break through that yeah so the biggest things like obviously you know I'm got crazy mad love for meditation so mm-hmm. I teach my clients something called transcendental meditation and I think for me I'm a big believer that that is literally the base foundation of of manifestation and yes I go massive into mindset and science but it's where spirituality meets science and that's where you get the powerful stuff so meditation is beautiful because it's a really uh it's a really nice way to naturally and powerfully um continuously strip away the lower vibrations of the ego and what i mean by that that's where so guilt shame apathy fear pride all of these vibrations and if you just if you're listening to this you want to um google consciousness funnel and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about right now when the when the funnel is contracted that's when your energy is dense and that's when you're holding on to beliefs or things in your frequency in your energy field that are not yours that is not your truth you have downloaded that crap from mum from dad from society from a from someone else that is not yours your truth you are a light beam you are vibrating all up at 700 plus you are in flow and that's what it means to be in flow because your energy is expanded. It can mm. be felt miles, you know, beyond you. It doesn't stop at your skin. It's it literally beyond you. Um, 
So the first thing I'd say, meditation. And, you know, obviously not everyone can can jump onto TM. is a bit of an expensive thing. But even if you can download one of the free apps like One Giant Mind or Headspace, I'd highly recommend to get you started. Um, and that will start. So that actually starts weeding out some of the chitter-chatter, some of the junk, because Imogen, we've got on average 65,000 thoughts a day that's going on in our heads. Mm. And psychologists will tell us that 70% of these thoughts are negative or redundant. So step one is to clear out some of that junk from your trunk. Step two, I would actually then go into um, doing a bit of one-on-one work with them around rewiring some of the beliefs. So what are they making it mean? So it's kind of like looking at the unresourceful belief and pattern Mm -hmm. and then how to flip this. And then through consistent repetition with meditation, And we plant the new seed. We plant the new seed because 95% of what we manifest in life comes from the subconscious mind. So it's about opening up the mind and then planting beliefs that we actually want to believe. Because, And this is the way I see it, Manifestation 101. You know, it's not, oh, I believe it because it's real. I believe it because I see it. Most people think, oh, I believe it because it's true, my reality. No, you're seeing it because you believe it. Mm. everything you see in this world is because you are projecting it from your eyes through belief systems that are in your head. Like the way I like to think of the universe is it's a holographic experience of our belief systems. So I would literally look at someone's belief around mummy guilt or money or relationships, whatever they're trying to change and rewire, and then we'd create a new neural pathway and literally flip it. So it would take it from a disempowering belief that's not serving them and then making it an empowering belief. And then we want to get them to say it repeatedly, consistently, and it's through the repetition that eventually it becomes a belief because a belief is just a thought you keep thinking Mm. over and over, over and over again. A belief is just a chronic thought pattern. Unfortunately, Imogen, most of us have unresourceful chronic thought patterns. Yeah, we do. We do. I definitely can put my hand up for that. <laughs> I'm in the most of us. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I, you know, and I've done a lot of work on it and I, I hear what you're saying and I, I definitely know through, you know, through the work I've done with you and through other stuff that I've read and other people I've worked with as well. But that's the things that I learned from you was the discipline. And I think that that's what took me to the next level with this and why I adore your work so much is because there's a lot of love in it, but there's also a strength and a, and a power that you gave me in, in, you know, being able to take charge of things and, um, and implement that discipline. And, you know, I love that you say that because I always say to my clients, it's it literally, that is it, Imogen, because the people that show up and do the work get the results. And mm. on top of that, it's like, you take what you want but getting really clear on what your morning routine is before you let, you know, the world start affecting your vibration, you know. And and so I guess I always say sloppy routine equals sloppy results. Mm. You know, if, you wanna, if you're going to be casual about the tools or the work or the things that you're allowing in your mind, then expect casual results. Don't expect to be the exception of the person that's done something amazing or built a business or have a phenomenal freaking relationship or amazing optimal health if you're not willing to be diligent about the processes it's like you know you don't you don't go to the gym once and expect to have a ripped six-pack abs or eat one healthy meal it's the same with the mind 
You know, you can't just think positive one day and then mm. all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh I, I thought positive, Alex, that shit doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. Not if you're going to do it really casually and sloppy. And, that, and I can vouch for that, Imogen, because my whole story was I've been obsessed with The Secret since it came out in 2002, I think it was, mm. um, what, four, 13 years ago and maybe more. And and I did the affirmations. I, I did the, the gratitudes. I did the journaling. Nothing ever significantly changed. Nothing. And it, was in, it wasn't until... I started being really diligent and putting the meditation with the rewiring the mind and sometimes even having to shock the nervous system, like anchoring in new dominant feelings instead of the body being addicted to the old feelings and anchoring me to the to the things that feel good but don't really feel good. They just feel good because they feel familiar. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And I, th- I think it's it's really good that you've pointed out that it does take work. It does take work and that we're worth it. There's no magic pill, yeah. (laughs) No, there's no magic pill, Um, you know, and I I think that just doing those, that's why I I do think it's worth mentioning again your 21-day challenge because I do think that what I got out of it, and I know lots of other women who are friends of mine who've done it as well, Mm. The fact that it's 21 days of a small amount of work and then you get to the end of the 21 days and you've manifested some stuff and you feel amazing. You're like, actually, that was a small amount that I can implement into my day and, gosh, I'm now I know I'm worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's, it's only two minutes every morning but it's the consistency mm. that gets most people results where most people a lot of the time they'll go, all right, I'm going to change. And then I'll do this and then I'll take on that. And then whatever happens is the the ego actually a lot of the time will try to be on board with this change. Yeah, 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 let's change. Let's let's create change. And so it'll take on all these things. And then what it actually does is it's actually self-sabotaging you because it is purposefully helping you get into that overwhelm. And when you get into overwhelm, what happens? You go, ah and you chuck everything into what I like to call the fuck it bucket because mm-hmm. it's just too much to handle. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> so your so t- tell us a bit about your mission. Cool. In a nutshell, yeah. My mission is to raise the vibration of humanity on a global scale. And sometimes that may take one person at a time. Mm-hmm. I truly believe though, like just by helping one person raise their vibration, and I've actually done some research on this, sounds crazy, just by helping one ver- person raise their vibration to flow, they then affect 70,000 people around their vicinity. So my, my goal is actually hectic, but it's not that hectic. Yep. I just need everyone to come on board and do their part. <laughs> <laughs> I have full belief in you, Alex. <laughs> I see you out there. And you are, you, you know, you are, your business is growing a lot and, and you've helped thousands of people already. I don't even know what the number is. I know I see it on my stuff as, um, you know, when I, fo- I follow you on social media and see how many people are responding to it. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the reason I wanted to have you on Wild Awake Women is because I love that you went from being an accountant 
and I still see your accountant brain working in the work that you're doing now. <laughs> so I know it was a really important part of your journey. It was, it was. But you're following your heart and, yeah. you know, and your, your mission is, is your life's work and it's, it's incredible. The thing is as well, Imogen, like I guess just sitting in the gratitude this morning, like if I could just pe- give people a bit of context around where I was and where I am now mm. because this is why I'm so passionate about what I teach. Like change can happen in an instant and, yes, you have to be diligent and, yes, you have to be serious about it, but if you looked at my life two and a half years ago, it was a lost soul. I had no vision, no purpose. Um you know, I was I was earning something like 60K as an account manager at Scoopon. I was in a really unresourceful relationship that was one of those on again, off again, on again, off again. And I was putting all my self-worth on her. And I look at my reality now and it's like, holy shit. Mm. And that's why I'm such a true believer that things can happen so fast because I, it's nothing it's nothing more than just the tools that I give in the 21-day challenge in my program. That's that's all I did. And mm. and and like to and again, I'm not I'm not trying to gloat, but waking up every morning with my soulmate, you know, waking up making I don't know, something like uh 10, 10 times the amount mm. uh that I used to make as a graphic designer, like it, it's just insane. Not to mention, like just the shift in 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 my mindset, and it's like I want to help give as many people as possible these same tools because people here manifesting, and they think it's fluff, and they think it's woo woo, and I totally understand because there is a lot of woo woo and fluff out there. Yeah, you know. But when you get the right tools and you give it a shot, it's like that's why I'm just so crazy passionate about this because I've seen the transformation in myself. I've seen the transformation in my clients. This stuff is not magic. It is manifestation. It's mindset. It's belief work. It's energy work. It's phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, it is. It really is. And do you think that there's, you know, do you think that people, what you know, what are some of the things that people have in their way, I guess, too? Because, I, you know, I meet a lot of women who will say to me, I'm not happy in, in my job or, and, and what I'm doing, but I earn a living and I pay the bills and, you know. Self-belief, yeah. self-belief, 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 self-belief and not feeling worthy of more. Mm. So if think about it, if that woman that you are just talking about, for example, had belief in herself and knew she was worthy of more, she'd be out of that shit in 2.5 seconds. Mm. Same as she'd be out of this average relationship where she's not getting treated well, you know, and, and she'd actually raise her standards out of life. Um, so that's a huge one. A lot of people are actually getting to the point where they're raising their bar on what they want for their, for their lives and then they're coming up against blocks of do I actually believe myself? And so, so without that certainty – So you need three key elements in order Mm -hmm. to have that crazy growth. You need focus. You need to know where you're going. Most people suffer from shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. You're going up, down, left, right, backwards progress, right? And, and, and so, so, and think about it. If your brain doesn't know where it's going, how on earth can it get there? So the first thing is laser focus. So getting clear on what you actually want for your life. The second thing is 
action. Obvious one, right? You've got to take action to where you want to go. Without action, you're going nowhere. You can sit on your navel and meditate all day. You can visualize. If you're not going to take the aligned action, forget about it. Mm -hmm. And the third one is certainty. This is where the self-belief comes in, okay, and, and the worthiness. Certainty is the level of energy that you're bringing in to the action you're taking. So think about a simple thing like a Facebook post. If you're like, oh, people are going to like this. I'm not sure. People can feel that energy. Mm -hmm. So literally people are reflecting to you your level of self-worth, your value that you put in yourself. And so most people try to create change from the outside in. I'm going to get that thing. I'm going to change that thing to make me feel better. Where, where I work with my clients is like, no, you change the inside first and then the outside literally starts reflecting that like a mirror. It's mm. insane. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. It's really amazing stuff. And what, what I love most about it is, is that you are talking about working at the core of what I see a lot, which is the self-esteem and the self-worth. Yeah. And getting people to shift that and then being able to move into a position like you are where, you know, because I'm sure that if 10 years ago you said to people, oh, I'm going to become a manifestation coach, they would have said to you, you're crazy. And I think now we're moving into a time where there's so much expansion happening and also yeah. with, you know, expansion happening in technology and acceptance of people doing different weird jobs. I mean, if we live in a world where somebody can be a, a, a hugger, a professional hugger for a... <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that. Somebody who's a professional hugger, giver of affection. Um, you know, that, that really if you have this dream, you're, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, but at the moment we're, we're mainly talking to women on, on this show is if, yeah. you, if you have this crazy dream that you're intuitively just channeling in and you want to do, that it's completely possible and, and find your team, right? And I guess as well with that image if someone's listening to this right now and saying, but how, how can I, how can I start to shift that level of self-worth? I just want to sort of let this land that the chances of you being born are one in 400 trillion. You have more chance of winning the lottery 10 times over in your lifetime than it is of being, of you being conceived. So the very fact right now that you are listening to this audio and you've just taken that deep breath in and your heart's beating for you, like I want you to know that you are already a miracle. The, the simple fact of you being born is a miracle. And we can, when we can get present to that, that's half the battle mm. because it's about taking action from a place of presence, not from a place of oh, my God, pain from past experience, oh, my God, anxiety of the future, they are just illusions of the ego. If we can just get present and then we can make decisions from that place, from a place of love, and, and, and even if fear does rear its ugly head, start making the fear of not reaching your highest potential far greater than the fear of whatever action step you need to take in the now. You have one life one we have one magical life mm. yeah, you know so and, and i really want to leave people with here just like sit in that like you are so powerful you are so magical and yes like imogen said if you if you've got this desire if you've got a download if you've got inspiration if you if you if your soul is niggling at you for something more like explore it mm. you owe it to your soul 
Yes. <laughs> it's so true. And I got I have a couple of um wild awake questions for you. Go for it. So that is what is something that you got from your mother and how does it play out in your mission? Oh, oh god. <laughs> uh, what did I something I got here from my mother? Um gosh, there's so many things that I'm not like my mother. This is a free I've never been asked this before. <laughs> And she's an awesome woman. I've met her. She's like your biggest supporter. She's incredible. Um, okay, I'm going to be really vulnerable here and kind of expose her too. She cares a lot about what people think. Mm. And I think I've still got a little bit of that residue crap yeah. where I still want to be loved. I do. Mm. I want to be loved. I want to be adored. It's If I was, I still cringe when people spam and troll my Facebook ads and my and oh sometimes I can't look at it. So yeah, there's there's that's kind of plays out in my in my fears because in order to really for see out this vision, I'm gonna have polarity and I have mm. to really start being okay with a lot of people out there are not gonna agree with my message and they're gonna think it's hogus pogus magic wishy washy crap and I have to be okay with that. That's true. And yep. I guess at the end of the day, as long as they're talking about you, it doesn't matter what they're saying. <laughs> it's, I love that. Is it, was it Elton John that said it's none of your business what other people yeah. say about you? Yeah, um, and the next thing is what is something that you got from your grandmother? Grandmother. Well, first and foremost, I got my name from her, Alexandra. Yeah which actually means, translated Alexandra in Greek, means pr protector of mankind. Oh, I love it. How perfect. Um, I think her resilience, she's mm. got a really thick skin and there's just something really um, like she's soft on the inside but she's she's been through a lot and she's got this, she's got this like real strength about her and mm. I think that I definitely got that from her. Yeah, you do. I would definitely say as somebody who's worked with you that that part of you, I see that and I was attracted to that in, to, in working with you. So that's, yeah, I see that. Awesome. Uh, and if you could teach a child only one lesson, what would it be? Only one. Like can I teach them a tool? <laughs> yeah. Um, if I... If I had, if I if I literally became the president or whatever, if I made, made one thing mandatory for children, because mm. obviously everyone's circumstances are different. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I believe if all children started meditating from a young age, we would be like this whole thing about world peace. Yeah, cool. Just get everyone to meditate every day, and there'd be world peace. Literally. Yeah, literally. And if we can just get stuck in the younger generations to do that, they're not going to have to deal with a lot of rewiring or unresourceful beliefs. And they're going to grow up really believing in themselves, knowing that they're worthy. And we're going to have a lot more uh, children actually following their dreams and just raising the vibration of humanity just from that one simple thing. Mm, I love it. And what makes you feel wildly awake? Oh, what makes me feel wildly awake? You know, I never used to be a huge lover of this, but obviously travel makes me feel wildly awake. But being in nature, like mm. being like having like it's almost like the quieter 
the nature, the like think of crispy campfire in a tent camping. Think mm. of like waterfall in Bali, like that kind of like just full presence with Mother Nature and just it's almost like it, it unlocks this next level freedom in me because obviously being around a computer a lot, like when I'm, you know, when I'm, when I'm traveling, it's like, yeah, that it's does something with my vibe where I feel so connected with the universe and like, it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. So you've given us some amazing information today on manifesting, on your book, Raise Your Vibration, on your 21-day challenge, which um, I really encourage listeners to look that up. So let us know where we can find you. You can basically get everything that you've mentioned from alextripod.com. Um, the, the link to the 21-day challenge is actually also on my Facebook. So if you just search Alex Tripod, it's on my personal page. But, yeah, alextripod.com, there's free meditations. There's miracle manifesting meditation downloads. There's manifest your first million-dollar year stuff. So there's stuff for everyone, whether it's money, relationships, self-belief, um, so heaps of free stuff. And also you'll find the 21-day challenge and more information about my program there and my book amazing (laughs) amazing go crazy manifestors thank you so much for being on and um i i also encourage people to go and see you live because you're amazing live so i know if they subscribe to your stuff they can find out where you'll be next absolutely i think i'm coming to sydney next to be honest imogen amazing (laughs) thanks so much for having me on thank you Well, sisters, thank you so much for joining us on Wild Awake Women, and I look forward to delivering you a new episode in a couple of weeks' time. If you'd like to join our private Facebook group, you can send a member request to at Wild Awake Women, where you will find lots of Wild Awake Women with many offerings. We share articles with each other. We share therapies, modalities, tips, and all sorts of things. So it's a great place to connect with like-minded women, send a membership request there. If you're interested in becoming a women's circle facilitator or if you want to explore workshops, retreats or support groups for women, then I encourage you to take a look at my online course. It's available through my website, which is imogen-bailey.com or also on my doula website, which is honoringheart.com. I really enjoyed this episode and I look forward to being with you again soon. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.